Crispy. Perfect. I can turn it down if you need. Mind talking to your mic? Yes. Hey, what's going on? Oh, that sounds so good. That mic I just got, and it's such a better quality than all my other mics. What kind? What kind is it? I have no idea. I need an extra mic, and I ran yeah. into Guitar Center, and oh, the yeah. kid was being a dick to me, and I was yeah. like, "Whatever the cheapest best one is." I was like, sixty bucks." Oh shit! Yeah, this is good. I usually have to eat the mic. I got like a soft. Voice. I eat the mic and I'm a loud person. I oh, just really? my arm gets tired, so I'll like yeah lean oh, the chi- mic on my chin. Chin rest, <laughs> but then I'll get like <laughs> acne on my chin. Oh, that's nasty. That could be it. It could be something else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> never know. This is how I found out I had herpes. Yeah, <laughs> yo, I feel like I shouldn't start the podcast this way, but okay. I do have a story about that. About okay. how. No, no, no. I'll tell you the story to bring it up, and then we'll start, because I okay. don't want this to be all right, all right. in the podcast. All um, right. I uh, <laughs> I got a yeast infection once from a chick. For real? Yeah. And uh, I didn't know what it was, so I went to the CVS Minute Clinic yeah. in my town. This is while I was in college. And I was like, what is this? And, like, she didn't know guys could... It was, like, a nurse practitioner. Yeah, I didn't know that. so I didn't know either. So Um, she starts taking, like, dick pics and sending it to other doctors to try to figure it out. What? (laughs) Yeah. So your dick's out there. Out there. This doctor has, like, multiple pictures of my yeasty-ass dick. (laughs) 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 It looks like a fucking sourdough loaf. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know that. Damn, you got burnt, but like not really. Yeah, it's like an STD, but not. Yeah, it's a it's soft like a, STD. <laughs> a light. It's like a, a Diet Coke. Yeah. Damn, man. Now you know why I didn't want to start the podcast yeah, with that story. <laughs> like I would, but yeah. if that was the first thing, because a right. lot of people are going to be watching right. you, and you're not like, you're pretty like. Clean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know. I always feel like I'm not. But I guess I don't know. I would, yeah. I wouldn't consider myself clean, but I am. I guess I'm well, not like. Uh, do you feel like you have to be because of like a little bit? Just because I I know I can't. Like I'm afraid to even post a clip that has me saying shit in it because mm. so many like I I'm still in the school. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's what I mean. That'd be scary as fuck. Yeah. It's like my mom worked at the school I went to growing up. Oh really? And I'd be so scared to get in trouble. Cause like she'd find out before I found out. She what? What did she teach there? Or? Yeah, she was like a fourth grade teacher. Oh, that's but that's kind of like you. Like if you get canceled, you'll get canceled at work before you will. Like right. in the fucking right. yeah. <laughs> well, I did. I did post a clip once on on TikTok with the f bomb in it. Um, and that's when I realized like how many like kids had. Fallen. They talked to you about it. The school? No, oh. the kids were just like. Ooh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. James is swearing. They were like, Mr. James be swearing. <laughs> like, speak with me with proper grammar. Yeah, gonna, yeah, come on. <laughs> you guys swear at me. All right. It is crazy that we did improv classes together. I know, dude. That That's seems what like, I, dude, that seems like a blur. I want to hear. Do, do you remember anything about that? I remember that? it very well. Really? Because I remember you being mad funny and you saying you wanted to start stand-up. Yes. Because it was before you had done it. Yeah. And I was the same way. I was like, yep. I wanted to do stand-up, but I was too scared to do it. Yeah. 
And uh, you had like slick back hair. Yes. You'd you'd look like you were in Greece, like you yeah. had like yeah. the leather jacket. Yeah, it was like the Fonz. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I remember that. And you yeah. talked about being a janitor then. Yeah, yeah. It's been my thing for. And forever. you went by Jimmy Cash. What? I was reading that article and I was like, "That's not his real name." Yeah, yeah. It's been my. It was my rap name. This is oh, a rap wait, podcast. Rap? This is a rap podcast, right? <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. I don't rap, but like everybody rapped in high school. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was kind of like you had you had to rap your way and through. Jimmy Cash was your rap name. Well, it was a nickname my buddy gave to me. So, just like based on, we'd go to the check depot. In Worcester, it was in Kelly Square. It was where you cash your checks. Mm-hmm. It was just if you didn't have a bank, you know, you just go there and wait <laughs> yeah. in line. And Did uh, they have like the bars on the windows. Yes, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It was exactly. shady as hell. So then my buddy, when we used to buy, you know, who I used to buy weed from every like Friday or Thursday, whenever I got paid, you know, mm-hmm. be like, I'd come out of there, be like Jimmy Cash. <laughs> And that's how it stuck. That's how you got the name? Yes. Why yeah. did you use that name when we did improv together? I don't know. Because well, I, I, I knew I was going to do stand-up. I know I was like, I'm not going to. That was one of the things I was scared. What if the school finds out uh, that I'm doing stand-up? I better use my other name. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. But I don't know why I did it. In imp- I, kinda, I did it everywhere. I used to go to AA conferences because like, I've Jimmy been sober Cash. for a while. My name tag, Jimmy Cash. So like, ever since high school, it's been like... Do you remember that at all? I was yeah, so young. I remember. But I was like the improv class. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was that kid guy Bryce Hansen who was a stand-up. Was this a level two class or the level one? Were we in the, which I one? I think we did both of them together. Oh, we did both. Of them? I think Damn. we did both of them together. It was fun. There was a dude. I probably shouldn't have said his name, but whatever. He was a he was a really funny. He was a stand-up, and I remember him being like. I want to keep doing stand up, but my wife like wants me to stop. Oh, do you man. remember this? No. And I was so I don't know why, but that scared the hell out of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yes. that can happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, your wife becomes a parent. It's scary. And I don't know if he does stand up anymore. I've never heard. I don't. I mean, I heard of him. I guess because we had class yeah. together. But I only remember you, and I remember I remember one short, short little dude being wicked funny. Like little stocky dude, is that him? Is that Bryce? No, Hansen? I don't oh. think so. I feel bad. I used his name. I hope what? He's this doing isn't like well. AA or something. No, I know, <laughs> but that was so weird. Like yeah. I just wanted to do improv because I was too scared to do stand up. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't know how to get my foot in the door. I felt like Which I is so silly now. I felt like I was time traveling because I I spent like my my twenties as a janitor and as a father. And I didn't even know where you started stand up. Like if I, if I, like I look back and like if I even had listened to podcasts, I would have like heard, yeah, comics talk. I was out of the pod. I didn't get into listening to podcasts till I was like what thirty. You had your thirty two. You so you had your kid early twenties. Twenty. 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 Yeah. So yeah, you couldn't really like. I didn't know live what was your going dreams. On. Like you had to like buckle down and buckle down. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So, Did you want to do stand-up? Like, Yeah, I wanted to do stand-up, and I wanted to do, like, it goes back to, like, as a kid, I wanted to do, I want. I thought I wanted to be on SNL or, or an Adam Sandler movie, you know? Yeah. I just wanted to be in Billy Madison. I wanted to go back in time and be, like, a character in But Billy did you Madison. want to be a stand-up? Like, that evolved, no, not until I got a little bit older, because I didn't think you could do it. I was like, I just didn't think, like, 
I thought you had to be like uh um born into like a you know what I mean? Have like a vision or something. Yeah, no, I you know what I mean? Like Jerry Seinfeld, like I thought they'd go out there and just like freestyle. <laughs> Yeah, like I thought it was off the top of the dome. Like you'd say a joke in like a bar sometime, and a guy'd be like, "You're really funny. Yes. You want to be a stand-up?" Yeah, and yeah. then that's how it starts. Yeah, yeah. But I went. I thought you had to live in New York City. You know, I I just I was so detached from like how it really. But when was. did you like want to be? Like when did that happen? When did I say I'm gonna do it? Yeah, or you were like, "Damn, that's something I really wanted to do as stand-up." Mid twenties. So you was, had had your. Yeah, my kid was a little, um, and I was going to school part-time. I, I went to community college for like 20 years. <laughs> Have you graduated yet? I did. Wow, congratulations. Top of the class. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. Honor, high honors, dean's list. Yeah, cleaned that shit up. <laughs> and then uh, then I transferred, and then I dropped out. But And then you started improv school. Started it, yeah. Graduate, yeah. Grad, grad got a, school got a, improv assignment. Got a scholarship, <laughs> masters. Yeah, but I um. What, what were you in school for? Uh, just like general studies or whatever. You just ba- wanted basic math. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to like learn. I wanted to. I I felt like I felt I messed up my life. I was a janitor. I was like, I should I should go back to school now because mm. I spent my teen years just like ripping and running, like partying, partying. Yeah. Drugs, hard drugs. <laughs> yeah, you're sober. Is uh, I, this is like one of the first episodes I haven't smoked with the guest before? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, don't sorry, I smoked sorry, by myself. Before oh, before I, got, oh yeah. man, that's and I'm the, I'm the sober. <laughs> incense. Oh, that's, I can, I like the smell. I like weed smell better than lavender. Yeah, I just <laughs> I, I like the incense. No, I've true. been thinking about like, damn, were you ever a heavy smoker? Weed? Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! From like. I think the first time I smoked, I was like 11. Shit. Yeah. I'm like thinking about like, damn, I need to cut back or like take a break. Yeah. I'm smoking a lot and I'm just getting like anxious. Did you call me here just for help? <laughs> yeah. This, is a, this <laughs> isn't a rap podcast. This is yeah. a self-help podcast. <laughs> um, no. Yeah. You get anxious. No. What it happened with me and not to bum anybody out, but like I got more excited about like getting weed rolling it up or whatever smoking it was fun and then after i'd be like oh shit yeah i'm kind of <laughs> in that what? phase right now but i've been yeah. in situations where people have been like i'm glad you smoked or i thought you'd be a cop and i'm like oh, i feel like i have to smoke yeah yeah i don't know for me it was like i i would i would probably s- still smoke if like i didn't think i was a complete like glutton for like I feel like if I smoked, I'd be like, oh, it would go from zero to 100. And then next thing you know, I'd be like, oh, why don't I drink? Why don't I get a bag of Coke? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, I don't, I could be wrong, but I never wanted to experiment with it because I went off the rails pretty bad. Are you addicted to other things? Like, is that how your mind works? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm a- really bad. I'm like, Vroom. Like, that's why I never did coke, because I know that if <laughs> oh, I did, yeah. it would just be like... I can't imagine. You'd be off the wall. I'd be off the... You'd this is me high as up. hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still shaking the table and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did lots of coke, and right at the end of high school is when I started doing that, and that was like... That was like what I had been looking for. That did you was, get sober before or after your kid? 
right before before she uh, before I even got her mother pregnant. Oh wow! Yeah, because I, I hit like a pretty bad bottom, like got arrested. I used to get I was like a juvenile delinquent. You know what I mean? I was rapping. <laughs> that that is <laughs> rap. <will get laughs> you were going by Jimmy yeah. Cash. Yes. Rapping. Yeah. yeah. It's better. Yeah. Imagine Did you really it. think you were going to be a rapper? Uh, I think I had some delusions, yeah. I had some delusions of grandeur, you know what I mean? I did. I think everyone that I went to high school with thought they were going to be a rapper. Yeah, what if you were ju- you're were you just using comedy to get on as a rap, like a janitor yeah, it's rapper? Just, that's it. <laughs> Dude, I would rap about, even when, it, yeah, when I first got the janitor job, I was still, like, writing bars and shit and about being a janitor. Wait, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. For real. That's- Wait, so what was your bottom? Can I ask? Um, when uh, my record deal fell through. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, my bottom was a, uh, you know, I probably shouldn't get too into yeah, detail, no, but it was like the same things kept happening. I kept like ruining everyone's life. Um, basically like just getting into serious trouble, being put on probation, uh, this is in high school. This is out of high school I, at this high, point. Yeah. It was still happening. You know, I remember like my teen years was like I was on probation. Like, uh, like I, I talk about like how I threw away my future. Bef- like you could sometimes people be like, oh, you got sober so young. Like you didn't even like have a chance to fuck up. And I'm like, I fucked up before I even built the light. You know what I mean? Like instead of meeting with the guidance counselor to like talk about like colleges, I would go to the guidance office to meet with my probation officer twice a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, They come check on me at the school and see if I was there and you know what I mean? And it was, and then there was juggling that and passing drug tests. I was back when you could pass drug tests by drinking water You remember? Did you did no. you ever have that? Yeah, you could drink like a gallon of water and like. I was a nerd. I didn't even smoke weed till like eighteen. Oh, okay. And then from eighteen to twenty-two, just blasting. it was four years of just really cheap. Well, not even that. Just like blacking out, oh. like really bad drinking. Yeah. Just not a good person in those four years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So now you chilled out a little. Yeah. Now I chill. That's cool. I just smoke weed. That's my vice. That's, yeah. See, there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, it was just like, I, I, I just went off the rails and yeah, it was just unmanageable life. Like I would smoke a blunt. I was on probation. I would smoke a blunt after school, get a gallon of water and drink almost the whole thing, which I hear is not good for you. And then like drink a little bit of vinegar. I'd take like a couple gulps of vinegar. They'd say that, that helped. Yeah. But the problem would be from the time I had to get to my drug test to downtown Worcester from from Barnco Street in Worcester, I'd have to pee like 40 times. Mm. Like pull over, pee. I'd piss in the elevator at the drug testing facility. I'd like get off on different floors, piss in the corner. It was it was gnarly. It was a gnarly. Yeah, that, <laughs> I, I literally just had a PTSD flashback of I was driving in New York. I was stuck in traffic and I had to piss in a bottle. And I yeah. hate pissing in a bottle. It sucks. Sorry. No, no, yeah, I, I just had like a flashback <laughs> for that. <laughs> So you, yeah. to be a, you weren't even, like, thinking about comedy. You were thinking, you said you went back to college because you were like, I had hit rock bottom. Yes, yeah, at that point I wasn't. As a kid I was, yeah. n- not thinking about stand-up, but thinking about being, like, I wanted to either be, like, an SNL or, like, I wanted to follow Sandler's trajectory, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or Chris Farley or whatever, you know what I mean? 
I didn't, I'd, I'd look at stand up and I'd be like, oh my God, how do they do that? You yeah. know what I mean? I thought that was like. Is it crazy, see, like where you are now? Yeah. It's like, does that, it doesn't make sense or do, do you see it like kind of? Well, it kind of does. I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, it is bugged out. But like what happened was I got, I was going to school at, at community college and I saw they had a stand up class there. And I was like, damn, I'd love to do that. But it was at night. I was going to school during the day and working as a janitor at night when I first started the job. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even done stand up if I wanted to. Because open was mics Was that the first night. time that it was like crossed That's your when mind? I was like, I want to do it. If I get, I said, if I get the day shift, which is like, you have to wait for like 10 years to get the day shift. And most serious, I waited, I worked nights for over a decade at like a shitty high school to get to to get to the day shift in the the year that I got on the day shift I took a stand up class How old were you? Oh, it was right after the improv class. Oh shit, yes. so I knew you even before. I, I guess think that I was taking sense, the improv were... and the stand up class simultaneously. And you just yeah, that's... I think that was around that year. What year was that? That was like 7 years ago. Yeah, I was probably taking both because uh, I started stand-up six years ago. So, I don't know. Maybe not. It is weird. It's when, hard like, to remember this. Yeah. No, this is, I feel this way kind of. And you were talking about how you you pulled an all-nighter last night, like, yes, doing I'm it. Is it's like those moments, like, when I just, like, put, like, can you push yourself too hard or is this is is this just what everyone does? I think it's, it's what everyone like, does. Well, I was driving out here. I was almost falling asleep, and I was going, I was going, am I, uh, am I overdoing it? Am I not cut out for this? <laughs> I mean, no, I, was I like, yeah. What am I doing, dude? This past week, I've just been like laying in bed, depressed. Like, oh, no. I've just been not that yeah, I yeah. ever stop, but just like I tired myself so much that my yeah. body like shut off. Right, and I'm like, how do people manage? Like, and then it's like. You're doing more than me. And then there's people who are like, do it's how do like people like, cocaine? Definitely. Co- back on? Yeah, dude. As soon as I get right, rich, pull out a line. <laughs> <laughs> make the podcast very yeah. energetic. I, I, if we both do a there's line a, there's right a part in my head that I like, you know, there's still that part of me that's like, well, I know there's going to be a point where I'm going to have to like go off the rails and just. You know what I mean? I'm gonna get like my what big, my big paid. No, I'm not there. I'm not. But yeah. there's a part of my brain, honestly, that's like, that's like, you could see why people start like when when they get so busy and they just gotta like rip and run. You oh know what I mean? yeah. When I first started, when people first started like recognizing me, I was like, I don't get how people don't love. Like I don't get how people don't like fall. Like how do people fall off? And now I'm like, oh, I get it, because like. It's tough. I see how you burn out, but it's like that work smarter, not harder. But like, Uh, how, how do I, how do I work smarter? You know? Yeah. Like not thinking too much, not overthinking it, which is having other people help you. But it's like, yeah, then you got to ask for help. Uh, It's worse than asking Uh, for help. (laughs) Dude, I'm the biggest loner. Honestly, I got to start like asking for help from people. Cause like I, dude, I have like, Literally, like, I have, like, tons of, like, comedy, like, fr- like you, like, people yeah, yeah. I'm cool with, but, like, I don't really, like, get too close, because I got my family I'm still busy with, my job, so it's tough to really be, like, 
Hey, do you have like up? management or anything? I kind of did, but it kind of like dissolved, so not now. So I'm just I I have somebody that's helping me out a little bit right now, mm-hmm. uh, actually a lot, but like it's not official yet. It's not like it's not like legit, legit. Yeah. you know that's such like a a weird step to make. But I do yeah. feel like that's the next step. Well, yeah, I'm waiting for somebody to be like, "Hey, don't you look like you should need you need some help?" You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. who's that? Who's gonna be like watching from the clouds? Like, oh, he needs help. This is the time where he needs a manager. Yeah, but like, then how do you find a man? Because on the flip side, it's like, do I have to find someone, reach out to them, and be yeah. like, "Do you want to be my manager?" Yeah. But it's like, do I have to start paying them, or like, yeah. what is? Oh, it's all about the money, right? It's all about the money. So. I don't know. That's why I think like it's harder. Like they say, oh, you can do, you can make a career for yourself from anywhere now. But like when it comes down to it, like. Do you see yourself going full-time comedy? Yeah. Yeah. My goal is to get out like within like to get out of my full-time job in like two years because I'll have 20 completed years as a janitor in two years. Wow. Yeah. So, All under the same. Have you been working yeah, the for same Worc- thing? Yeah, Worcester Public Schools, yeah. Wow. Yeah. 20 years. This is, I start my 19th year in September. <laughs> so that's why you, you, people say, oh, yeah, the janitor, oh, he's the janitor. But it's like, yeah, motherfucker, I am the janitor. This is what I've been doing. That's all for I. 20 years. Yeah, that is, yeah. That, sorry, but that's, that's been my whole life almost. <laughs> you know what totally. I mean? So. Would it feel, would you feel weird giving it up? Like. Yeah. But you know what? I just I got some plans and stuff. I, I I'm starting to like like uh, entrench myself in the janitor community. So just like the rap world, you know what I mean? And do a janitor <laughs> Wait, podcast. Oh, that was, you know what I mean? <laughs> like traveling the world. Yeah, actually, yeah. You know that's cool though. Because you did it. find like a something that was needed. Like there was, and it was just yeah. you didn't even try to find it. It just right. like worked out. Yeah. But see. The reason I ask about that is like when I think about what we were just talking about being stressed out, I feel like the janitor shit's probably like calming. Yeah. Like you know what you're doing. Actually, it's been that's 20 so years. true. Like that's probably your like meditation. It's you my know? comfort zone, dude. Like <laughs> exactly. That's a good point, dude. Like that's I feel at home. No, I probably would. I'd probably like break down and like 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 quit comedy and just <laughs> Dad's be. Dad's mopping the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> you're just yeah, out, like. dude. Yeah, I don't ever clean at home though. That's like that's that's uh, I feel bad for my family. Like I don't. Is it I, messy? So. No, I do like a little bare minimum, you know. But, but that, the cleaning at school is like you're on a routine. Like you you're know, on a routine. You just feel safe there. Years. I feel safe there. I'm like, oh, I don't have to. This is where I'm supposed to be. I don't have to. I know what I have to do, and I know yeah. how to do it. Do you it. still get nervous on stage? Well, sometimes, yeah. Because the the reason I ask is like when I think about a comic who's 20 years in. Oh yeah, they're just like they oh. probably just feel like. Right. It's their comfort zone. Right. Which is kind of like you with the janitor thing, but it's like, yeah. damn. I get nervous before work, though, sometimes. If I haven't been, like, in, if I've been out for a few days, I why? get nervous. Because I'm like, what's been going on here while I was out? Mm. And I'm like, I, I don't know why. Do you I ever a post little... a video and then get nervous to go in the next day? No. I did early on, but now it's like, they all know, they all know the deal. Like, it's... But do you ever, like... Try to push it a little bit, <laughs> a little bit, little, 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 little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah, just because like test like, the waters. 
Yeah, especially like if I do a video that's not even there, you know what I mean? Mm. Would but. you? Yeah, because it's like that's your the school kind of like wants it at this point. I yeah, I mean it's nothing like all the kids are following but do you me. Feel on it? Yeah, it's your comfort in life. Is it like your comfort with videos? Like you feel comfortable like. That's doing the video, you, yeah, like yeah, that's I love who you doing, are, like, yeah, right. I love doing the videos and shit, you know. I'm just trying. The 20 years on stage would be like, I bet that's your comfort zone. Well, you hear like I heard like Chris Rock say once something about like he got like. There's two things I'm thinking of. One is like Chris Rock said something. I forgot who he said went on before him. He got like cocky, you know, and he was like, he was getting to the point where he wasn't getting nervous at mm-hmm. all. And I forgot who went on before him and just murdered. And he bombed. Then he went on and bombed. And he's like, never again will I be that cocky. Then I heard a thing on a TV show last night. I heard, don't get comfortable because when you get comfortable, you get cocky. And when you get cocky, you fuck up. Mm. That was on Blackbird season one. I like Apple that. TV. Not that I'm Chris Rock in any way, right. but I literally went up to Brianna. Yeah. Oh, we had a show together a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, good luck opening for me. Because <laughs> she went in front of me in the showcase, yeah. and she went up and just murdered. Like, <laughs> I don't know, Brianna murdered, Brianna Woodward, amazing comic. Yeah. Murdered. And then as she goes off stage, she goes, good luck following that fucker. No. Like, and I just, oh. I literally got up. Yeah. And the cord fell out of the microphone. <laughs> she rigged that shit. <laughs> I just bombed so bad. Wow. That's funny, though. I've seen her do that. I've seen that happen a couple times with her. People follow her, and they're just like, that, that, that. She can murder. That's yeah. a good comic. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. When she gets a hold of it, it's forget <laughs> it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And she started early. She's like three years in with me. We started right around oh, yeah. the same time. Yeah, she started. I knew right away when she came to the open mic I used to run in Worcester. I was like, oh, my God. How do you just fucking come in here fucking swinging dick like that? <laughs> but you like, kind of came in swinging dick like that. Because you're yeah, like no. six years in is a good amount of time, but it's not like. It's not like major, but I had my fucking time in the dark, dude. Like, for real. Like, my first showcase thing I did it was like a bringer yeah. obviously and like I like killed and like you know which doesn't really count but I was like oh shit I was like oh, I guess I'll just wait for my phone to ring now you know what I mean yeah 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 and then I didn't and then I went to my first open mic at like I don't know maybe the Thunder Bar it was in Austin and I just ate a bag of dicks and then I just continued to eat bags of dicks and then you just slowly like you're like, well, I did kill that one time. How did I do that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you just keep going, and then all of a sudden you start figuring it out, you know? But, yeah, but do you think it is just like you were, like, out working? Like, you just knew how to work hard, so you were just putting in a lot of time. Like, you were taking improv classes, yeah. comedy classes. Yeah. Like, like Brianna, she has that because she worked harder than anybody, like... Yes, you would yeah, do the you'd work, work ethic. Oh, you work yeah, a yeah. full day. Yes. And then you'd go do Drive comedy. to Boston. Yeah, do comedy. Eat like, a dick. Yeah. yeah. Drive home. Yeah. That kind of makes you like want it more. Yeah. 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 No, I knew. I was like, I was like, I got to do this. Like, if when I want to. When I started do it. comedy, I was working on Cape and I'd work like 60 hour weeks, literally, like 50, 60 hour weeks. And then I'd drive an hour and a half off Cape and back 
to Boston just to do mics and shit. Off Cape, you mean like Cape Cod? Yeah, I never heard that slang, that terminology before. Like on and off Cape. Yeah, because people be always are like, "I'm in Cape Cod," but it's not. I'm on Cape Cod. Right. But it's like I drove on off Cape Cod. Okay. Like, but I would drive three hours a night <sighs> after working the full day. Damn. Just to like, and that's what I think it is. Like, honestly. It's like if if you really want something, it's just gonna happen because you're gonna put the yeah. You gotta be a little psycho. You gotta be a little. You gotta be psycho. You know how I used to describe it? I was like, you have to be like a little tank, like just going through everything. Yeah. And then someone's like, you're just describing the story of Little Engine that could. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, much more manly though. Yeah, but it's true. Like yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Because I was going to ask you, like, how do you do it? But it's like you were working a full job with a family, and you were like, nah, this is what I wanted to do. Yeah. When uh, did you get that flash of light? That I was going to do it? That you were like, yeah, this is it. Oh, that I... Probably that first show. Actually, I even, like... I don't know. There wasn't one... There was a bunch of different little things. You know what I mean? It was like improv. I knew that was fun. I actually but to liked take that. Though. Both improv and stand up classes at the same time. There had to be something before that that made you like. There was a. There was just a few different. Like I knew I always wanted to do something in like. Like as a since I was a kid, I knew I wanted to entertain me. Like it goes back to like making the whole living room at my house. Laugh, I'd be doing Michael Jackson. Yeah, but how many janitors at however old you were at the time, like, also then go to, like, live their dreams that they were when they were a kid? Right, I don't know. Or any regular job, like, someone who's working, like, a regular job that not a lot of people do that, leave, like, go to them, pursue their thing. Yeah, well, I still felt like I was young. I was like, I'm not, this ain't it, man. I was like, this ain't this ain't over yet. I'm not going out like this. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm not going out like this. And, uh, you know, I didn't want my daughter to, like, part of it was, like, I, I wanted her to see me, like, try to, like, pursue, like, because she, you know, I wanted her to see that you could, like, pers- you know, ruin your life doing stand-up comedy. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, like, I just think, that it just was burning in me forever to do something performing in a funny way. But there wasn't like a moment that uncapped it. <sighs> man, it's tough to think about, man. Like I think I was like, uh, I used to write every day, like kind of journaling. And then it kept coming up in my thing that I wanted to try stand up. And then when I got the day shift and I Googled, I remember I did the improv. I can't remember what was first, but I Googled stand up comedy like in Boston or something and like a class popped up and I like just that was the first thing I clicked and just signed up immediately because I was on days who was your teacher Mike Katrobus don't know you know he's just he's a headline like he does like oh I actually ball guy yes yeah 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 Yeah, nice wicked nice guy Mm -hmm. funny dude but yeah I didn't know what the hell if I knew that you could just go to an open mic for free I would have done that, but I I didn't even like. I think you need that. I didn't realize that. I do think you need that shit because, like, I would hit open mics in college. Yeah. Like, here and there. Okay. Like, once a month. Yeah. And just bomb. Or once every couple months and bomb. And then I had a class 
I took an acting class in college. Yeah. And we, it was like a monologue class. And my teacher let me do stand-up instead of monologues. Oh, shit. Like, I would have to do some monologues, but she'd be like, on the ones that you write your own, she's like, just write stand-up. And wow. you can do that. And I, like, needed that, like, push of someone to, yeah. like, actually start. That's why I think the class is good because it's like you, you're talking about people like calling you up. It's like you're being held accountable because you put money down on the table. Yeah, no, you just like reminded me of something. Like, that, that reminded me of like one of the, there's a, I, when I say there's like not one thing, there's a bunch of little things. I'll never forget there was, um, I don't know how to tell the story without putting the guy's name on blast, but um. There was a mutual friend. Actually, I'll tell like a weird version of it. But there's this dude, there's this comedian, Moshe Kasher. You know him? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So mutual friend. We have a mutual friend and he played some of his shit. And like I knew that he was sober too. He talks about that. So I don't feel like I'm yeah, putting yeah. it on blast. And I was like, oh my God, he did that. Because like I remember when he started kind of like around the time. I was just getting sober, I think. I was like 19. And you just knew him through a mutual friend? Yes. In the, you know, and uh, I don't want to like, I don't know. I've heard him talk about this shit on podcasts, so I don't feel like I'm putting him on blast. But like, I I was like, oh my God, you could do that? They were like, yeah, he used to do stand up at like, uh, you know, our little get togethers. And I was like, what? I was like, I didn't know people did that. Like, I didn't know like a regular shithead like me could do that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, dude, he's like amazing. He wrote a book. He's Yeah, no, he's wicked. He has like Netflix specials. Yeah. yeah, so I'm like, damn, you can really like, you know, it just made it seem attainable to like go after it. Did you ever reach out to him? No. I don't know why. Uh, he'd probably Have be like, you now? Okay. No, I haven't. I Someday I'll tell. I know someday I'll run into him and tell him the whole that backstory. Was, I was like uh when I was like eight, when I was in college, I like my whole like comedy story is weird. Like I got in a hockey accident, junior of high school, had to take medical leave. Damn, had to like lay in a dark room for a month. All I did was listen to podcasts and stand up. And when I came out of it, I was like, "That's for me." Yeah. And then I never like did it, but it was always like, "I'm gonna finally start it." Wow. So when I went to college. I would just like email comedians. I thought that was like the cool <laughs> thing to do. So like I, I met like shit. like Todd Glass. Like I was yeah. just out at Todd Glass's house in LA like last month and I met him when I was a freshman in college because I reached out to him being like what? your podcast changed my life and he let he brought me to a Jim Gaffigan show he was opening up for. Wow. And like that's why I asked if you reached out to him because I was like I yeah, I probably should. At this <laughs> point, I probably know. should be like, dude, I got like, because there's more to the story that's funny. I'll tell you off mic, but like, yeah, um, it's just, yeah, I didn't know. And I, I get jealous of that. Sometimes I'm like, not jealous, but I like, I wish podcasts were like prevalent, like when I was younger, because mm. I don't even know when they came out. When did they, when did podcasts come out? Shit, I, only, I found out about them when I got in that hockey accident really? and I couldn't listen to music. And my mom's friend, a neighbor, was like, well, if you can't listen to music, you should try listening to podcasts. It's just wow. people talking. 
And I think I listened to Mark Marin interview Will Ferrell. I think that was like the first podcast I ever listened no to. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, because I felt like such a poser like when I started comedy because I didn't know any podcast. I didn't know who was who or what was what. Like, I knew some I people. like to podcasts. You know, like that, but I still though. like, I just didn't know that like, you know, then you'd hear people on podcasts like, oh, if you take a stand-up class, it's stupid. And, da, 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 and it's like, but well, dude, I didn't know what the fuck really to do. Like, I want to say this right. Yeah. Now that I've hung with people who are successful in other art crafts. Yeah. Or crafts, whatever. <laughs> arts sta- crafts. Arts, stand-ups who haven't, aren't like official. Yeah. Like people think that it's just them. Like because you're alone. On, I just said that. So, but because you're alone on stage. Yeah. Stand-ups think they're so important. Right. Like, they think it's like they're the only one because they're alone. But it's more like with podcasting and with all that, it's like, no, you can help each other win. Right. But no one does that. No. They're just alone on stage up there, so they don't realize, they don't think like, I won't reach out to that comedian because it's like, it's just me. Like, what is he going to do for me alone up there? When really that's not what it is. Dude, that's deep. (laughs) What is it then? It is more than that? What is it? Yeah, because, all right. I think the reason any, like, comedy group is big is because there were a bunch of comedians. Because one comedian can't put enough content out. Right. For everyone. So you need like a group of comedians to win. Shit. Like the Rogan, Kreischer, oh, yeah. Segura, Trussell, Ari, right, Tony. Right. It's like they all just kind of came out through Together. The, yeah. And it's like we don't, but everyone's so segregated. Yeah. Does that make, does that, I oh, don't yeah. know. But it's, it's like, like a competition, dude. For no reason. For no reason. Because like the reason, you're like, you found the janitor thing. Yeah. It's like no one would ever think of that and yeah. be like, I'm going to go up to that. It's like, no, you just be yourself. <laughs> be yourself. That's what it is. Yeah. And it happens. Like, no, yeah. I didn't. I interviewed fucking comedians for the first 20 episodes of the podcast, 30 oh, episodes right. of the podcast. I didn't know it was going to be a rap podcast. It just like yeah. figured out. I was like open to it. Yeah. But comedians. All right. This is my point. This is yeah. my final point. Okay. Comedians think that they know it all because the thing is you have to know it all when you're talking on stage. Right. Cause you're in control. That's your, like you're the, it's you're, hard to write new bits. Cause I feel like I don't know anything anymore. Yeah. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. I feel like now that I found a little bit of success, I don't know anything. Cause it's like, right. Oh, this is how life really is. Yeah. And it's like, why would I be speaking on shit when I don't know anything yet? Yeah. I, that's Before I was that. so like I knew everything. I knew everything. I get up on stage. I talk about it. I know everything. Yeah. So it was easier to come up with like. Isn't that weird? Like your earliest shit like became like your best. Like not all of it, but like your. Er- it's. I feel like I had so much more when I first started, and then and then it's like all of a sudden because yeah. you overthink at this point too. And also, it's because like you have to deal with the booking and the uh, travel, yeah. and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, maybe I'm just lazy. Maybe I'm not writing. But it's like, how do you yeah. handle everything? 
It's a lot, man. I don't know. <laughs> this is just the complain hour. Yeah, this is. Yeah, <laughs> we're <laughs> fucking. Um, but one of the other things I thought of too, because it relates to rap, and in case any of the rap fans are getting bored, but it relates. This isn't, to, I just okay. I talk okay. to rappers talk, about their feelings. Like this. Oh, is, I love that. That's what this is. I don't really talk about, about their feelings. Like I do with yeah, rappers. Yeah. What I'm talking about. Okay, just you. regular shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Complain about life. <laughs> but one of the people that helped me, like that like encouraged me to start stand up was Danny Boy from House of Pain. You ever hear of House really? of Pain? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I told him I wanted to do it and he was like, dude, you can do it. Like you he goes, just build. I remember he sent me this message just said build it. And you I reached out to him. Like, well, because I met him through a mutual friend, name dropping right here. I met him through a mutual friend another recovery person he's very vocal about it so i met him through the recovery world mm-hmm. and like we became pretty close and he was like dude if he goes if you told me you wanted to be a white rapper i would tell you to fucking give up now <laughs> like not just saying he's against it but he's like dude the odds are fucking stacked against you. but like stand up he was like he was like i i'm all for it he's like i think you can Build it, you know what I mean? If you're a white rapper listening, stop and start stand-up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or go for it, because, you know what I mean? If you do break through, you're, you're, you're in a league of your own, you know? There's not that many that have, like, really broke through, like, name them, that have really broke through. I mean, I Household think, name breakthrough. I think I could name a few. Okay. How many? Well, okay. Household name, Eminem. I mean, all right, household for like I was thinking Action Bronson. Yep. Jack Harlow. Okay. Do you think, okay, Jack Harlow? G Easy. I don't don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't listen to him. Yeah, but but did you great? You think your mother's heard of G Easy? Not that you need it, but like, but I'm just saying household name. No, I am. Okay, I'm getting all the white rappers mad at me. I, I, listen, I'm a white rapper myself, so I'm just <laughs> talking get, shit. I'm talking what shit. What are you dropping the rap album? I don't know. Maybe I'll do like a comedy rap album or something, you know? Yeah. But. Would you actually like do no, Adam Sandler's no, 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 Adam no, no, Sandler no, no, style? I'm not rapping. <laughs> Making music. Rapping. You said that so, because you, you said you wanted to be Adam Sandler. I'm like, music, comedy. Dude, it was music comedy. Yeah, because the first thing I heard, I Why think... Why don't anyone make those albums anymore? It's like they got called corny when anyone else did it, and then no one does, like, sketch it albums. I don't know. They, well, it was before, like, content. Before you could post just a fucking... Instead of a sketch over audio, you know, you could put the video on Instagram, like, the whole sketch. Mm, I get you But know? it was audio only. It was like a radio show. Right, because there wasn't... If you just wanted to pump out your... That was Adam saying, like, his first album. But you don't think if someone new came in doing that right now, I feel like they could... It's like a missing market. Yeah, it might be, like, a little nostalgic, yeah. <laughs> if you listen to, like, Nick Swartzen's, like, party album, he has, like, little sketches. Mm, that He's so funny. He's wicked funny, yeah. <laughs> no, I, uh... I, um... It's funny, because I... We started together, and then I saw you at, like, the Comedy Connection. I DM'd you that you were opening or something. I think oh. I found that. And then to see, like, I don't know now. Like, I was reading your Boston Globe article. Yeah. And it's crazy to see the progression over a short time. 
yeah. and inspiring, but it's also like I can't even like ask you about it because it's like you're like it's just like you do it. Yeah. Like if but someone it, asked me about my shit, it's like you just do it. Oh, like how did it happen? You mean? Yeah. It just yeah, it was exactly yeah. You just do it. I don't know. It's why do you think you? Why do you think you found success? Because I had I definitely had the belief that like I was gonna make something out of this. You know what I mean? Like I knew even like the worst nights where I was driving home from the Middle East and Boston, bombed in front of every person that I thought was important in the Boston community, and thought that I was probably a big piece of shit that would never make it in my gut i was like not yet motherfuckers but it's ha- it's happening why do you think like other it. people don't make it uh i don't know maybe just and i'm not saying i made it i'm still mopping floors but like i feel like i've made like it is a second job to me to do stand-up full-time and and I don't, I don't know what we're saying. Make it because I haven't made it, but I've made a mark. I think to you've. De- I think made it is you when you prove to yourself that you can set out a, and accomplish the thing you want to do. Yeah, you are a comedian, professional. Yeah, like you might have another job, but like right, right. you are, you. Do you not think you've like? Oh yeah, I need, dude. I need therapy. Like basically, what this comes it, down to like is I need therapy to yourself. Yeah, that you can do it. I think that's making it. Yeah, yeah. There's a part of me that's still like, you know, I'm definitely in need of therapy, maybe medication too, because I think I'm a, a vacation. Lo- a yeah. Do you I need feel like you can't take time off? No, I can't. No, I'm getting to the point where I'm like not like the certain. Sh- I'm learning, just learning how to be like turn down certain shit because like do I stay home with my family tonight or do I go do 10 minutes at the you know Rick's putt stop like you know what I mean like yeah there's times where you gotta like pick what's more beneficial like being with my family for a night or like bombing at a fucking empty restaurant you know what I mean yeah and I still, I'm not saying I'm above a restaurant, empty restaurant show. But it's like what you were talking about, um, like getting nervous if you haven't gone into work for a few days. Yeah. It's like, I feel like if I stop, I'll get nervous. And oh, like yeah. Forget yeah, how to yeah. do You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's, no, you definitely do. But it's sometimes it's good to sh- mix things up a little bit, you know, yeah. keep you on your toes. I don't think you should get lazy. You get There's a, there's a fine line between becoming complacent. And, like, resting on your success, you know. But but anyway, back to your question of, like, why do some people not make it? It's for fucking not, not trying hard enough or not adapting, not litigating, not looking at what's not working and trying something different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or taking more risks or trying, you know. Or hiding put, from themselves. Yeah. Like, you have to embrace who you actually are. Right. Like, yeah. You, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, but like, not because I'm thinking, like, damn, like, you t- the smile on your face talking about like working as a janitor for 20 <laughs> years is crazy. But yeah. it's like, you act, that's who you really are. I know. So sad. it's like, <laughs> so sad. Uh, yeah. But that is who you really are. Yeah. So you embraced it and it yeah. like worked out, even though that's not like the, a, 
the path that anyone would think was there. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta make your lane, you know? But, yeah, would you ever step out of it, or do you, are you just gonna embrace it more and more? Step out of the janitorial world? Yeah, like, if you stop working as a janitor. Uh, I don't think I'll stop until I, like, really have something, like, really locked in. Like a, like a, like, I'm going to do it. I always say this. I'm going to ride it till the wheels fall off. You know what I mean? Yeah, but Meaning, you said that hopefully in two years. Yeah, my thing is, like, I don't want to jump the gun before the 20-year mark. I don't know why I have this 20-year mark in my head. It's just a number. It doesn't mean anything. You know, I'm not getting a pension until, like, I can't collect, like, the full pension until I'm like 62. If I was like, I'd have to work till I'm 62. That would be 42 years as a janitor. And I'm not doing it. Yeah. Like that is just, I don't know. I don't know. There's a part of me that's like, yeah, you are a motherfucker. You're a janitor for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. a dark demon inside You're going to be me. on a movie set, like starring in the movie, and you're cleaning up the set after yeah. the lights go off and yeah. stuff. You're like, this yeah. is who I really right. am. Yeah, I got to work tomorrow. No, but, like, if you do stop, like, are you scared to stop to, like, yeah. see what Well, to see, be? like, because I need it as, like, it's part of who I am. Not in a bad way, but, right. like, yeah, like. Right, well, a, a little bit, but it's, like, it's always going to be, like, a part of who I am, you know? Like, like when you hear people talk about when they become who they are. It's the jan- it's my perspective now. Like I have the perspective of a twenty year janitor, and that's it. You know what I mean. So whatever I'm talking about, it's still, you know, because when I do my when I'm up on stage, it's like just a small port. Unless I'm doing like five minutes, but like if on a on a longer set, it's only a little, yeah, chunk, yeah, that I'm talking about my job. You know, but it's then tough because yeah, no, I get what you mean. Because I feel like like you are like, oh, this is a rap podcast. Yes. And it is a rap podcast because I talk to rappers. That's it. But it's not a rap podcast because it like is only a very small portion. Yeah. You know what I mean? It. So that's it's it. like I don't, it's scared because like, I'm not going to say names, but like a comedian was like, oh, Mr. Podcast Guy showing up at an open mic said that to me in Boston. Nice. And nice. I was like, I don't want to be labeled as like the podcast yeah, guy. Whatever. Or like the, I want to like make my own like stand up. I want to yeah. be like a stand up. Same way, but I've realized people are always going to be like, oh, oh, Jana, what are you going to talk about fucking mopping right now? You know, and it's mm-hmm. like, <laughs> whatever, dude. What is, watch, motherfucker. You know what I mean? That's yeah. all I think. And so, you know, it's like. It's also you're doing like TikTok and reels. Like, it's that's yeah. not your stand up. Like, that's a yeah. whole different thing. Yeah, which I like doing because it's like, goes back to just like making stupid You're shit. so good at TikToks. I like can't figure it out. It's just. It's a matter of, like, not thinking too much. It, it dep- I mean, it's posting, it's either posting your, it's short YouTube videos. That's it. Like, yeah. Either but sketch. The timing. Like, I don't, oh. I don't film sketches and shit. Like, so if you don't want to do a sketch, it's just like. It's like timing. Yeah. The timing of TikToks are very, like, like, you ever see a TikTok that has, like, too much silence? Yeah, between the talking. Oh yeah, 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 you know, yeah. Like it's, I don't, yeah, it's you just, gotta know to cut the fat out and yeah. just be like, all right, who, wh- would I tune out right here? Yep. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like seven seven seconds in and this fucking still sucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. You have an LLC for your stand-up? I, I got like a DBA, which doesn't really like... I don't think it means anything. Do you like write off your travel and shit? Just going to do... This year is going to be the first year I'm going to do all that shit. I need... The reason I'm asking is... I you need want to help? Let, I, yeah, I, I need help. help. I, don't, I don't know how to do it and I need to do it. I don't either... Bob Marley always talks to me about that. He's like, dude, don't fuck around. He's like, because they'll come and get your ass. The, like, yeah. He said he's you watched know, Emma it. Wilman just said she got audited for like two years. Really? <laughs> yeah. No, they will come. They're coming for us already. They're already watching us. They know what's happening. I get and the views, I guess. <laughs> so like they, they're what, like. What's a DBA? Doing business as. So I have a bank account, Jimmy Cash bank account, you know. It says Jimmy Cash on Yeah. It? Like a, like a card and everything. Would you ever change your name legally? <laughs> People told me to do Danny Boy told me to do that. I said, why, why don't you just change your name? Because part of it was, too, is like I never felt comfortable with my, my, my government name because it was my... I grew up, like, my first few years of life, whatever, till first, second grade, I had my dad's last name, as far as I knew. Wrote it on all my papers. It was Salmon. That was my last name. And then my mom changed it to Correo, um, which is her ma- her last name. Mm-hmm. They were never married, and they were both. Not to, I'm sorry if this is a depressing pocket, but they were both fuck ups. And no, God bless them. They they had problems. I shouldn't say that. I was a fuck up too, but they had problems, and they weren't. The best over the years, I'll just say. Like, I ended up living with my grandparents, that type of situation. So, like, I had my dad's last name, and then my mom got mad at him and changed it to her name. And then I just had my mom's maiden name. Mm. Oh, she changed your name, too. To her maiden name. And actually, she was never married anyway. She just changed it to her last name. And it became... Wait, did she legally change it? I found out it was never actually my dad's last name. Salmon was it? No. Yeah. It was never legally my dad's last name. So I was writing in school, James Salmon. And then in second grade, she's like, no, you're James Correo now. So then I was like, okay. And then I just was James Correo until high school. And then I was like, part of me's like, why do I need one of you guys' last name? You weren't even fucking there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why don't I just change my name? To Jimmy Cash. Yeah. So what is your last name? Correo. Okay. Ja- yeah, James yeah. Correo. You were just yeah. going by Salmon for... For like till second grade. That was my dad's last name. Damn. Yeah. It's wild. He was a janitor. I read that in the article and it blew my mind. Yeah. So I'm always tortured over like, if I, am I a real man? I don't have my dad's last name, you know, you have legally. His job, so I have like... his job. Yeah, he passed down the mob. and um, Yeah, he was a janitor. He used to take me to the school and, like, you know, let me run around there and shit, climb on the roof and, you know. Him and, like, all the dudes he went to high school with became janitors and they all, like, just did drugs really hard and died. Like, it was, like, this era of janitors that were, like, it, like there should be a documentary on it. Like, it was the most badass. <laughs> on the Worcester janitor Yes. System? <laughs> like, the 80s, late 70s through the 80s into, like, early 90s. It would make a... F- Amazing Netflix stuff. I don't think there's much footage from that. No, there's no <laughs> footage. I would just have to tell them. It's just, <laughs> yeah. 
What happened? Dude, they just came out of, like, the 70s. Like, I think my dad graduated high school in, like, 76 and just started doing, like, heroin immediately. And then they all just, like, got janitor jobs. <laughs> They're and like, we can do heroin and... Heroin and, and fucking... And chill and clean. Yeah. And that's what they did. And then they all just, like... Like, literally, like, one by one, they all, like, died. This was, like, before, was like... This just know. Worcester was so dirty at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was getting clean. Yeah, it was just it was a bunch so of dudes that, nodding off in boiler rooms. Yeah. That's why the schools are, like, still haven't recovered. It's so dirty, you can never, like, get the filth off. It's bad. <laughs> they had to bring you in, the professional. Yes. Yeah. The professional. Yeah. That's so... Do you feel like... Did they ever get pensions? Any of them? <laughs> Did they no. die before? Died, they all <laughs> died or got fired before. There's one hanging on. There's one that I know that's like, I don't think he did heroin, but he was partied pretty hard. And um, he's still around. My They used to leave me with him at night. Um, He was a night, he worked nights at the school. And like, he was like, oh, kid, I used to babysit you. Parents used to drop you off and put you in the classroom, turn the TV on, give you a bowl of, Cereal from the lunch, you know, from you the were meant to, yeah. <laughs> you were meant so to. Like, I was like born was in this shit. Calling. Yeah. Do you see yourself like there's the voice in your head being like, you are gonna get that. You are gonna be there till you're what sixty four. Yeah. There really is a voice saying that that's gonna. Oh yeah, there's a voice that every time I'm like, yeah, so I'm gonna get out of you know the plan is to, you know, fucking move to Hollywood or you know what I mean, whatever like. And then there's a part of me. What is like, the plan? The plan is to be, you know, cook, someday do a special, be able to tour nationally, whether it's the clubs or fucking theaters. Like, I want to start a podcast. I want to do better videos, content, like move into YouTube a little more, do longer videos. But I need more time on my hand. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, someday I. I you said move to Hollywood. That's why I ask. Is oh, like, do you see yourself like no. doing that, or do you see yourself as like what Bob Marley does? That yeah, that's dude. Which is hard. That's a he's a rare, I rare fucking breed. You're a rare fucking breed. Yeah, but he's I don't know. Like I feel like I would need to tour more out of New England. You know, like I don't know how he turns over material. Like it's fucking. Nobody's business. You know what I mean? I just don't know. He's a 30-year That's vet. what I mean. It's talking the the confidence, how you feel like 20 years under your belt. Yeah. Imagine 30 years under yeah. your belt of comedy. Of comedy. Like you're yeah. probably just right new. Oh, he's up there. Swing. He goes, dude, like his best, you know, he always talks about like when he was in L.A. And he's like, dude, I, I would have to on a regular basis follow at the Laugh Factory. No, was it the Laugh Factory? Which one had the Jamie... Uh, the manager is like Jamie Massad or something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? Is it the Laugh Factory? I don't know. You never heard about him? Uh, no, because I know the comedy store with... Okay, there's the Laugh... Yeah, it must be the Laugh Factory. Oh, is that the fucking name of it? I don't know. One of those other spots, not the comedy store. He yeah. did the comedy store a little, but it was like dead then. So he was doing... I think it was the Laugh Factory. I don't know, but something like that. But he's like on a regular... Night. This is in the nineties. He'd be like, up. He'd have to follow Martin Lawrence, Chris Rock, Damon Wayans. You know, Dane Cook. Yeah. It'd just be the lineup. They're all doing like fifteen minutes, just shooting for the 
knocking them out of the park, dude. You'd yeah. have to go up there and follow those guys. But then he became like yeah. the king of New England. Yeah. And like <laughs> yeah. coming back. Yeah. Oh, he just said, fuck it, I'm not doing this out here. Like, he did Letterman, like, 15 times. Yeah. Did all the late night, got deals, and then he was like, I'm just going to do my thing out here. You can do that. Like, yeah, Chad Daniels and does that. He lives, like, in the middle of nowhere. Really? And, like, Jim Brewer does, too. Yeah, Jim Brewer's on I that mean, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I should. Well, no, no, you don't have to choose to talk politics. He's, just, he's doing that, yeah, and that's yeah. it. But it is, like, yeah. a thing that you can do is, like... Yeah. Do you see yourself like living in Worcester? Oh my god, dude! I don't know. I don't. I never wanted to like like my wife. I just got married like two weeks yeah, ago. Congratulations yeah, congratulations! Thanks, thanks, that. man. Uh, this is my second round. I've been married twice, mm. and this is the real deal. Like the first <laughs> one, I, first one was a party. It was a party, but I knew deep down something wasn't right. You're like I just had to sign papers for this party. It's gonna yes. end. Yeah, no, it's we we, we did a Catholic church point. wedding in the morning, and then the night it ended at Hurricane Betty's <laughs> strip club with the whole wedding party, and I was like, "This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't gonna go well." How long was, uh, did you? Oh, were we married? married? I don't like awkward amount of time. Like we split like after like two years, but then we stayed married. Like she moved back to California, and we stayed married for like like an awkward amount of time. Because mm, right. we had no like, like two years of living together, or maybe a little more. Yeah. Yeah, it ended Anyway, quick. congratulations. Ended quick. Yeah. So this one felt good. This <laughs> yeah, one yeah. felt good. You this didn't was go to Hurricane Betty's afterwards. No, no. You know what I mean? You could have just thought to about it. Just to re- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, oh, man. Yeah, what a night. But anyway, we, we got married, and it's like, that's the only reason I feel like I, like, I'd love to have, like, a house somewhere else. And then a house in Worcester, because I do feel like I've become a town, like a Worcester townie. Like I don't, it sucks. I've hit. I've always been like, "Fuck this! I'm out of Worcester." Like, the dream as a kid was to move to California, and then that got crushed. And now it's like, "Oh, California's a big piece of shit. Everyone there's gay, and you know what I mean. The politics suck, and the through the roof, and traffic, and California's like this big like make fun of." Yeah. California. It used to be like when you were a kid, it was like, everybody's going surfing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that was my... I just was out in L.A. I love L.A. I fucking love California. My, so, like, I have family, like, in Mid-Cal, too. And um, so I grew up... Like, my mom moved out there with me when I was, like, two for a brief amount of time. And we'd fly out. And she ended up moving back. But we'd fly out when I was younger. Yeah. And then... One time she tried to move me out there, and that's when I ended up living with my grandparents. But anyway, I have family out there, and so it was always like, they're always like, oh, you got to move out here. You know, so it's always been this pull to go to California. Yeah. But now I a know it's A place in Worcester and a place in Cali. A place in Worcester and a place in Cali, yeah. <laughs> a little Malibu mansion or something. <laughs> Malibu you know? mansion and yeah. a Worcester. <laughs> yeah. A room at home. Three decker. Vernon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Keep it real. Yeah, just keeping it grounded, you know. But do you see yourself moving out to Cali? N- I don't know. Like, only if the kids were all, like, grown up and, like, totally, like, it worked for everybody. I, I, it, it it sounds re- like everyone, there's the mass exodus, everyone's leaving. It sounds hard and it sound, it, it does seem shitty to do comedy out there. That's the one thing that would bother me, like, 
the the trap. Like New England, you can hit so many fucking towns. Mm. You know, I've seen it with Marley. Like, there's just and it's easy to get around to it. Like Cali's a little trickier. I feel like if you oh, know so he- he'll just headline all or like do what like Lowell. Springfield, like towns all you the, never like, even heard of, dude. Like in New Hampshire, like, like places in Maine, forgotten towns that have theaters that nobody's used for a hundred years. He'll just find they go in and, and dust off the cobwebs and just <laughs> and fucking sell, turn the lights. Sell that shit out. Sell it yeah. out. Yeah, two nights in a row. Yeah. How did you meet him? Through Glowacki. Glowacki was his backup opener, and then he couldn't do it one night, and he's like, "Can." You do it, and then Bob's manager called me, like, on speaker with him, and he's like, listen, he's like, you think you can do this? It was like, he's like, I just watched one of your clips, and you dropped, like, 40 F-bombs. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you can't do that tonight. And I was like, okay, no problem. And I, inside, I was like, shit, I'm screwed, yeah. you know? But I went up there, did it, and they were like, good job, well, you know. Did you swear? No. No, I didn't. They won't let you drop an F-bomb opening for him. You could get away with, like, shit, but, like, no fucks. Does he not swear, though? He'll say shit. He doesn't say the F-word. He used to. Because he has, like, a lot of, like, older people, you know? You hit a certain age, and, you like, fuck becomes too harsh. It does. Well, you see, like, there's, like, late... There's people there that are, like... the, The youngest people sometimes are in their 20s, you know? But that's, like, they look, like... They stick out like sore thumbs. And then there's the 30-year-old groups, and then there's some people that are so old, you're like, holy shit, what are you doing here? Yeah. But at one age, at some age, those people said fuck. Yeah, yeah. You hit a certain age yeah. or it's And like, you see them, like, clench. You say the F word, and you'll see them, like, you know. You won't even say no, fuck you, right now. No, I know. You're I know. The, the F word. <laughs> 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 That's crazy. <laughs> No, Bob made a good point though, like about like he said he said he said the F word more than anybody, but he just his audience when he decided to do the New England thing instead of California, he was like, My audience is just bigger when I make it like PG thirteen. He's mm. like, I just get more people to like it makes sense, you know what I do mean? Do you see yourself going down that route? I don't know. Do you write like do you not write dirty material now? Because it's like no, I do, because as soon as I'm not with Bob, I'm like, what's up, motherfucker? No, you know what I mean? <laughs> Mother effort. Yeah, I just swear so bad. I do. What like, the F are you doing? You just yeah, start. it just, the F word comes back out immediately. I'm just saying you literally say the F word. You I know. say fuck. I know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have these two sides of my brain. Like, I yeah. remember one time I dropped an F bomb with them, and his manager, like, fucked with me after, and he was like, what the fuck was that? You know, like, I was like, oh, man. <laughs> like, it slid out slow. I was like, I was like, you know, fuck. I looked uh, over. <laughs> you just felt old people just. Yeah, someone died. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone lost an inch in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do, man. I'm just going to, I'm going to build it and then just, I'd love to be able to tour. Like, you see, like people that are, like you see rogan's in texas you see people have moved back to the what's it glazer nikki glazer glazer lives in like st louis st louis you know yeah. so yeah, you but can, do you think about the dirty versus clean like what how you think about your audience in the end 
Yeah. Like, and that's such a weird thing to think about. Yeah. Like who your audience is. I don't know. That's where they know. Cause like I did a show at the Rex theater Friday night. Like the dude. That's a really dope place. That is dope. Oh yeah. You saw Glowacki there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I swore there. Did Glowacki swear? I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh Oh yes. Cause I didn't know if I was supposed to be clean. Oh no, that was a dirty show. Oh hell yeah. So I swore and then I felt guilty after. And then I was like, this guy hates me. The guy that booked me, who I love. Jim Roach, did you meet him? Yeah, Yeah, nice guy. So I was like, oh, he hates me, I'm ruined. But the show went well, but there was like... I do have some dirty shit. Like, it's not filthy, but like, it's dirty. Like, I wouldn't want to do it in front of kids. Yeah. And I I don't know. I don't want to restrict myself. I just want to... Whatever. But do you ever think about what your audience would be? Yeah. My audience Friday night, there was a bunch of teachers there that follow me on TikTok, a principal, a secretary. I walked in with my wife and they were like, oh my God, congratulations. We loved your dress. And we were like, what? Like, cause I'm not still like the whole, like I've been getting recognized a bunch at like random places. No one, by the way, people will recognize me and no one's like, can we take your picture? Can it, you know, they're just like, are you, are you on TikTok? <laughs> like, yeah. And they're like, cool. And that's it. You know, so it's not like everyone's yeah. like starstruck. They're just like recognizing me. The you first know I mean? time I ever got recognized, I was tripping too hard on mushrooms at a oh, concert. Shit. And the guy comes up to me and he's like, oh my God, I love the podcast. And he started like saying stuff that he liked about the podcast yeah. and I was tripping too hard that uh-huh. I wanted to like shut the fuck up because uh-huh. I was just tripping too hard so I just hugged him to try to get him to be quiet. And I don't think he's ever listened to the podcast again. Dude. Because he, he wanted a picture at the beginning. And then he would start doing it and I hugged him and then I was like, so you want that picture? And he's like, oh, yeah, I guess. And he took it and never posted it. Oh, no. <laughs> I uh, want to message him and be like, I was tripping too hard on mushrooms. That's a good move, though, the hug. <laughs> the hug. It reminds me of Wayne's World when that, there was a, I don't know if you remember that. The dude just kept going, I love you, man. Oh, yeah. He's like, cool. He's like, no, you don't understand. I love you, man. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, dude, you have to tell him you love him, too. <laughs> I love, That's how you, I love you, too. He's yeah, like, he just cool. has to hug back. Yeah. So, uh, so teachers, yeah, the teachers came out like a decent amount. Like, I didn't know who was like going to be there. Gang of janitors. I barely promoted the Rex thing. I said a few Instagram stories, a few Facebook, but like, I didn't go hard because mm-hmm. I'm like, there's that's the other thing I'm fighting with. Like, part of me is like, dude, slow your roll. What are you like, fucking, you're, you're not shit. Calm down. You know what I mean? And the other part of me is like, I better promote this so people are there, but I don't want to promote it and annoy. I don't want to upset anybody. Mm. It's so Fuck sick. Them. You know? People I know. Think, like, Brianna. Brianna's like, you have the most annoying Instagram presence. She said that to me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I, I guess. Like, you I get to. why people would, but it's like the only thing that works is like over-promoting. Yeah. And also just like, Everything I get is crazy to me. Yeah. Like, everything that happens is an honor. So, like, I write it like, oh, my God, I can't believe this No, it's happened. so cool. No, it is. It's cool, man, to see. Yeah. What are you talking about? Me in the 60s? Like, all of a sudden, you started a podcast and it blew up. And, like, 
you have like the craziest rappers that like you're like in the scene, dude. Like you know, you're known. Yeah, but I like I love that. Yeah, but it almost seems like it's like I just want to be known as a good comedian. Uh, you know yeah, what yeah, I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I wanna. Yeah, like, but you are, dude. You are, and yeah. you will be. It doesn't it's matter. Like this is a to vehicle. Me, like uh, this is me, compl- but it's like I don't know. I did 15 minutes at the stand on a Saturday in the downstairs room. Nice. And like I've never been booked on like a, a John Tobin show. Oh, okay. Like I see what you're saying. At like the yeah. comedy it's studio. It's all lopsided right like, now. Yeah. It's like weird to me. Yeah, you gotta just like keep like. I don't know, <laughs> showing up or that's the yeah. So then it just like develops. Someone said to me that you can't let nostalgia shape your future. Yeah. Like if, what does that mean? Like the you, past. Yeah, like if I never get booked to like host at Laugh Boston, it shouldn't matter. Even though that was like a dream of something I always wanted to do. Yeah, but you could do because it's like yeah. There's other shit. Like, who cares? Like, like I got the stand and I didn't have to do a fucking. I didn't have to like bark. I didn't have to do anything. Yeah, so I shouldn't care. Like that, I don't get to host at the Laugh Boston. But it's nostalgia. It's like I used to go to Laugh Boston every week. Like I just want to do that club. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, and dude, if you keep doing what you're doing, like someday you probably go back there and just be like, your your agent's gonna call them, and be like, yeah, we want to book him a weekend there. Yeah, and they're gonna be like, you know, so that could happen, you know, too. That would Do be you sick. Get, but like, yeah, it's the like nostalgia thing. It's like I want to be like you want to come up that way. You want to come up the ranks and be like, yeah, I remember the days when I was hosting Laugh Boston because <laughs> yeah. I used to go there and then I became a feature. Because it's I, true. Like I yeah. knew Will Noonan and Brian Guacki and Sam J when I was like 16 years old because I was just a fan and I'd go to yeah. all the shows and just meet them. Wow. And so like it is nostalgia. It's like, damn. Yeah. Or like I want to do like the comedy studio. You, you know what's so the, funny? I you do the comedy studio? Never once. They they booked me before COVID and then COVID can't hit and they never booked me after. Can you hit them up at all? Yeah. You, I just got the nerve to email them again. Yeah. I don't even care. I'm talking about this. Out. Right. I hope people listen and be like, oh, this is how it happens. Yeah. Welcome like to the booking podcast. But it's true. Like, yeah. I hope people listen and be like, oh, it's not as easy as like. It's not. It becomes a thing. Thinks. You just got to like, dude, I, I was not getting booked anywhere. Like when I, I don't know. It didn't happen like that for me. They weren't like, yeah, Jimmy. Like, dude, I didn't. I would, I don't even, my first time at the comedy studio wasn't even through them. It was Nikki Luparelli from Worcester booked a holiday show mm. and she got to book who was on it and I did it. And then the old, that was like the last night of the old studio, like the one that was in Cambridge. Oh yeah. And then I didn't get back on there until like, I don't even know, dude. Like, I just, you just have to start making some fucking noise. And I'm honestly not, this sounds like I'm complaining, and I am, of course. But it's like, I just want it to be like, it's not, you just have to keep grinding and it will pay off. And like, if it doesn't work out, I shouldn't let it affect me. No, you're doing your thing. Anyway, the the whole point of that is I finally got the nerve to email them. Like, they emailed me once and ignored 
post COVID. Yeah. You know what I, mean? I finally got the nerve to email him again. And I got this email that they were like, we're not booking until October. Reach back oh later. God. I was like, motherfucker. Damn. Yeah. But it is true. It's there. like everyone thinks you have it better than you do. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing, too. Yeah. Like, I yeah. like hearing this conversation. And I hope, oh, yeah. like, people listening to, like, us complain, like, whatever, know that it's like, oh, it's not just, like, all fucking peaches and cream. Like, it's all, like, you have to grind it. Yeah, even people when, go, oh, even yeah. Even when people think you have it, you don't. Yeah. And, like... Oh, this dude made it. He's killing it. Like, he's doing this and that. He must be living the life. And it's like, no. And it's, yeah. This, I, I've i had so many awesome things happen this past, like, two years. But it's also, like, dude, it's still... a it's still a like challenge, you know what I mean? Yeah. To but fucking... that's full circle to what we we're starting, literally starting the conversation with is like, it never stops. No. Like that's just successful people. Yeah. Like you just have to keep going. It never stops. Yeah, exactly. Like a diet. No, I think about that. Cause I'm like, all right, people be like, oh, you're so successful, blah, blah, blah. And I'm not like I, and, yes, I reached the certain milestones. There's great things that have happened, but like I have like a, Pretty decent TikTok following, but it hasn't like got me like I'm still a janitor, like I you know what I mean. Yeah. So then, but I'm like starting to headline shows, and I'm like, oh my god, the pressure's on me now. Now I gotta close it out, and then like you know, there's people that just want to fucking bury you. <laughs> I mean, so then you're like, damn, I gotta close the shit out. Do you think there's people no, that I don't just know. wanna this fucking bury you? Who knows? I was saying that, like, yeah, yeah. Well, like, no, no. <laughs> they're probably, but well, fuck they're, yeah, they all hate me. I'm <laughs> psycho. <Sorry>. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Correo. Um, but anyway, there's people that want, you know, so you, I'm like, shit, man, I'm gonna headline the show at a theater. I don't even know if there's people gonna be there. What if there's no ticket sales and never gonna have me back? And I was thinking, like, what is it like to be in the pressure of, like, like a real comedian, like, like a, yeah. st- like Bill Burr's Fenway? <laughs> like, is he at home, like, fuck, what am I doing, dude? Mm. Uh, does he ever have those moments? You think yeah. he's ever, like, this is a lot. Someone, He's like, I'm just a fucking asshole. Yeah. What am I doing? Well, take a step up from there. There's this dude, A.A. Rashid, who's been on the podcast. Good friend. He's yeah. like a spiritual teacher. And I was complaining about that. Yeah. And he goes, everyone has the same 24 hours. And also, our jobs aren't that important. Imagine what a... Pre- you think a president could be like, I don't want to take this plane ride to another country right now uh, to yeah. like give that speech. True. It's like, think about... Like, <laughs> yeah. He said, because it's true. It's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, at least I get to tell jokes and I complain. Know. It's like, so imagine... Dumb. Imagine, like... No. Of being a, a surgeon. Yeah, you gotta go... You gotta keep like, a heart pumping. Dude. And you just fucking... You haven't you, had a week week off in yeah, seven years. You're just sad. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not like, even These other doctors jokes. think they're better than me. <laughs> you get to t- yeah, but yeah. it is true. It's like damn, everyone has the same twenty four hours from. That's true, man. Yeah, the president to the fucking Jeff Bezos. Yeah, to like you to me to like some kindergarten student. Right. <laughs> like we all got the same 24 yeah. That's hours. why I relate to the kindergarten students the best, actually. Because they're just like so... Ignorance is bliss. Their ignorance is just like, dude, 
they're just like fascinated that I took the trash out of the room. They're like, <gasps> yeah, you know what I mean? They're like, fuck. <laughs> they don't even, their mind's blown because they came in there and took the trash out. Just fucked up their day. Isn't that what good success way. is though? Because like you said, yeah. a lot of cool things has happened to you. Yeah. Every time something cool happens to me, there's a split second where I'm so excited that yeah. it happened. And then it's like, well, that's a reality. So what's the next thing? Dude. That you said it right there. That's it. Yeah, it's like you get the like a moment. Takes the, you you see the trash can taken out for the first time. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. You're like, oh, this is just normal. I got yeah. Uh, <laughs> I gotta learn multiple addition. Now. Yeah, by like, sixth grade. ABC. By the time they're in sixth grade, they look at me. They're like, ugh. <laughs> Fucking TikTok channel. Yeah. Why, <laughs> what age do the kids stop? Oh, sixth grade. <laughs> Because we got Kate, we got pre-K through six, and, and they all think you're fucking god. I've, the sixth graders are still like cool with me, but they're not as hyped. They're just like, okay. But then it probably picks up at some point. I don't know, but like, like I had like a steady fifth grade crew that was like rocking with me this year. Like they were drawing me like the fucking ill. Uh, Pictures like the Nike SB SpongeBob <laughs> shit, like fucking custom pictures. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then just like you know, and then I'm, I'm like sad because I know next year that they're gonna, gonna There's be, like, be assholes. Uh, this dude's kind of gonna start thinking about sex and yeah, yeah, exactly. I give a fuck about right. you anymore. But there's a new kindergarten <laughs> class coming. <laughs> you know, but it, that is the thing about success, though, is like you yeah. can't really enjoy any accomplishment. Yeah, that's what I think about. Like, wh- <laughs> it, even if we, g- I've thought about if like I got successful to the point of like someone like a. I don't know, that sells out to Wilbur, you know, one of those guys. I don't want to say Bill Burr again, but, like, imagine the pressure. And then all of a sudden you got to write a new hour. Imagine, hour. Having to, imagine having to sell out shows in cities across the country, like a city you've never been to. Yeah. Like. Well, you do the whole tour. It goes well. You get home. You have a ton of money. And then you're like, you're like. You go on a podcast and like, so are you working on your next hour? And you're like, I don't have a fucking second. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Or you can be Chris Tucker and just do the same. I saw him do Does he still do the same shit? Exactly the same. Doesn't Seinfeld do that too, I've heard? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. That's weird. I don't know. I'm I'm supposed to, I was supposed to see him during the pandemic during uh Seinfeld. Yeah, my wife bought tickets to to the Hanover. Got canceled, but it's rescheduled for September. I'm not a big fan of him. Uh I respect the I respect him. Respect. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't have been, you know, if my if my wife's listening, it wouldn't have been like, you know, I was still, so, it was like Seinfeld. How do you turn down Seinfeld? You got to go. Someone bought you tickets to Seinfeld, no, you not, go. I know. I'm not trying to yeah. cause a rift between you and your, your wife. And Seinfeld. Don't get me in trouble with Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah what if Seinfeld's listening? <laughs> Who's going to be more mad, your wife or Seinfeld? I don't know, dude. I don't want Seinfeld being mad, though. Um, Who's going to call you up and ask? My wife will get over it. Seinfeld would like hold a grudge, right? Yeah. So... I don't know. I'm, I hope but I, I've heard he does the same, a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. And he's like, well, jokes, go, you know, it's going to be fine tuned. It's right? like, yeah, but it's not like music. 
That's why uh, music is better than comedy. Like when I see musicians and I yeah. see like the energy I get, it's yeah. like you can hear the same song a hundred times and still get that feeling. Right. But you're not going to get that from a joke on the like fifth time you've heard it. Right, right, right. Yeah, right? that's true. I don't know. Yeah. No. Uh, I do a lot of the same jokes for a while. And, you know, the, the one thing I noticed is like, yeah, say I leave one out. Six years. Like one Seinfeld's thing, yeah, been doing no. that joke for 20 years probably. Yeah, like. right. But say you do one. Here, Here's the one thing, though, that I've, <laughs> like, somebody will, like, bring someone to one of my shows that locally. And I leave out, like, a bit. Mm. And they're like, I was telling them about your bit. I thought you were going to do it tonight. And you, can you tell her? You know what oh, I mean? And like, you, yeah, <laughs> I know, right. no, yeah. But it's so funny how pe- some people do like it. Yeah. Not really. Like, it doesn't hold up the same Jim way. Gaffigan, when I saw him at the Wilbur with Todd Glass, he left the stage and then came back on stage yeah. and did Hot Pockets. Oh, as an encore? Yeah. That's cool. Like Burt Kreischer will do like the, the machine, machine as like an encore. Does he do it every night? Bert? I think he has to like do it as an encore every night. Damn. But damn. every time I've seen him, he's shortened it. It's like. Kreischer? It's, yeah. I've never seen him. He doesn't want to tell the full story anymore because he's told it so many times. That's funny. You just, I, I you never remember how to answer questions the right way. But like, that was the other thing I was doing before I started stand up. I forget about that. Is like I was starting to go to stand-up shows, like in my twenties. Mm. I went and saw one at the Crown Plaza in Worcester. Where, side story, met Wu Tang there, and another night got punched by Ghostface Killer's brother. That's another story. <laughs> but I saw Mike Donovan at the Crown Plaza, and I was like, "Damn!" It put the bug in my head. Then over the years, I would go to the Wilbur and see like Norm Macdonald, Swartzen, fucking Jamie Kennedy. One time, like remember. Jamie Kennedy. Yeah. Uh, but why did Ghostface's brother <laughs> punch you? <laughs> yeah. How crazy. Did, did you know there's, so you know the Massachusetts Pharmacy, School of Pharmacy downtown? Uh-huh. It used to be a hotel called the Crown Plaza. Yeah. And Wu-Tang came to Worcester. This is when I was drinking and we were all like, we're going to Wu-Tang, you know what I mean? We got to go to Wu-Tang. And so we went down there. I bought one of the like... OG Wu-Tang shirt, like the big yellow W, just a nice, crispy, classic Wu-Tang shirt. And we're down there, and then, like, at the end of the show, like, I don't know who it was, like, Old Dirty Bastard wasn't there. He wasn't dead yet, either. He was in jail. And this was the Iron Flag tour, to be specific. So they're like, yo, after party at the Crown Plaza. And, you know, that they were talking to the girls in the crowd, not... The kids from the Burncoat neighborhood of Worcester. You know? Not the drunk, yeah. the drunk 20-year-old yeah, dudes yeah. in the audience. So, we're like, not the it. wannabe white rappers yes, in the Yeah, not Jimmy Cash. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo, want to collab? <laughs> let me spit a freestyle for oh you Oh, my real God, quick. let me spit a free. I, I didn't do that, thank God. Oh, my God. So, we go over there. There's like five of us, maybe six. I don't no, we leave. I was so wasted. We drove up to the Burncoat neighborhood for some reason. I remember I was so wasted. I'll never forget. There was one of those gas stations where they have, like, the glass down. And the lady was like, like, I was, I was like, I was such a little shit. Like, I reached under the glass while she turned oh. around, grabbed packs of cigarettes. And then we go back down to the Crown Plaza. And right away, we run into Jizza. 
right away. He's like in the lobby, like talk. He's like doing like something serious. Like he's talking to the front desk. He's like, "Yo, what up, guys?" Said hi to us. Next person we see as we walk further into the Crown Plaza is Riza. Well, and he's with a couple girls, and he's like, "What's up, dudes?" And he's just wicked cool. And we were like, "Oh, can you sign? Can we get an autograph?" So we signed my shirt. I have a signed Rizzo Wu Tang oh, shirt that I gifted still. to my best friend, who put me on to Wu Tang. He still has it. So, but I'll show you a picture of it. But so Rizzo, so my other buddy pulled out like a piece of paper for him to sign. He's like, "No, I only signed W's." <laughs> <laughs> so he totally dissed him. Like he did not sign anything other than a Wu Tang W. So then we move over to the elevators. And then, how does this go down? Method Man comes out. Method Man. I'm sitting in the chair. There's like a scene there now. There's a bunch of people. You know what I mean? There's just like yeah. groupies and you know what I mean. It's just a scene. Dude. Yeah. People like smoking weed in the lobby <laughs> before weed was legal. And Method Man comes out and I said, uh, yo, what up, Meth? Like classic white boy. Yo, what up, Meth? And he was like, he didn't say anything. And he kept walking. I was like, oh, that's fucking whack. And he heard me. He's like, what, motherfucker? He's like, what's up, motherfucker? And I was like, oh, nothing, nothing. He's like, yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> and then, and then, dude, this was like a movie, dude. I swear to God, it was like a movie. So then there was this, this big black dude. And he was like, wanted to, he was like, who got weed, whatever. He had like gold fronts. He's like, you, you guys want to match up? And I was like, all right. So we went to match up on a blunt or whatever. And he's like, what you got? And he was carrying like suitcases mm -hmm. for them. And I pulled out like I was wasted and I thought I was being funny. And I pulled out like a bud, like a piece <laughs> of a bud this big. I was like, yo, throw that in there. <laughs> and, he, and he just like did not think it was funny. <laughs> he was like, what the fuck is this motherfucker? You think I'm supposed to put this between my teeth? And then all of a sudden he just hauls off and fucking... Like, he's a big dude. Just punches me so hard in the chest that I went, like, flying, dude. Like, I slammed into the wall. Almost like a fell superhero the... movie. Yeah, yeah. superhero. <laughs> like, I went... <laughs> you know? It was like an anime movie. It was just flashing light. So then... Anyway, he had been telling us he was Ghostface Killer's brother or whatever, blah, blah, blah. He had said that. Who knows if he was, but he was affiliated. Yeah. And he's still, like, mouthing off at me. And then all of a sudden the elevator door opens up and it's just like a music video, dude. A Ghostface Killer music video. It's like Ghost is just standing there, like pauses, doesn't walk right out. This is how my drunk brain remembers it. But like he had a bathrobe on with the Jesus piece, <laughs> just standing there with like girls in the elevator. He's like, yo, I'll sign autographs outside. And he just walked out and his brother like grabbed his other bag for him and walked away. You <laughs> know, we were like, oh shit, you know? We didn't even want to get his autograph at that point. We were like, let's get out. We went to go outside, and his brother stopped me, and he was like, yo, come here, son. He's like, you took a blow. He's like, bring it in. <laughs> and he <laughs> hugged me. He's like, you took a blow, son. That's a nice ending. Yeah, it was a nice story. ending. I forgot the other part. After he punched me, Raekwon was going, a fight, a fight. And the N-word and the white. If the N-word don't win, then we all jump in. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> How crazy Yo, that is that? Is crazy crazy Wu-Tang story. Yo, that's crazy right? as hell. Yeah. I can't believe you saved that till, till the end. I know. Thing. I'm sorry. I forgot. 
That is wild. Yeah, I forgot. Was it more wild than Hurricane Betty's on your wedding night? Oh, man. I don't know. That's a tough That's a tough <laughs> what one. What happened there? And then we'll wrap this up. Okay. Hurricane Betty's my wedding night. My ex-wife's friends all came out from L.A. She was from L.A. And they were like, they're a little different breed out there. You know, we had a Catholic wedding out here. And they're like, where's the strip club? And they, uh, I go, Hurricane Betty's. This is after my reception and everything. And my wife goes... If they're going, we're going. Or she goes, I'm going. I don't care if you're going. She said this to me. This is our wedding night. I'm going. I don't care if you're not going. I'm going. She's, she was wild like that. And I was like, oh, are you serious? Like, I didn't want to sound like a bitch, but like, it's our wedding night, babe. You know, like, <laughs> I'm a good boy. So she, uh, I was like, fuck it. We're going. And we all rolled down there. We rolled deep down there. I'm in my tux. She's in her wedding dress. Hurricane Betty's in the shittiest part of Worcester. The worst trip. Just doesn't even make sense, that area. And then she took a picture out front. There's like a picture somewhere on the internet. I didn't get in the picture. I was like, not, I don't want my family. Like, they just gave us like money. I don't know. I, you know? What do you think this is, my wedding night? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So she took a picture out front. We walk in in full re- wedding regalia, you know, and the place just like, stops you know like the record just stops and and then somebody organized i don't know if it was my ex-wife somebody there organized like her to do a bouquet toss to all the strippers <laughs> so they got every Wait, stripper like they called ahead no <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's the wedding planner the wedding yeah. planner it was all part of the show no so they they got every stripper from like that was not like on the stage to come out they came out on the stage and she did a bouquet toss and the one that caught it gave us a joint lap, like a double lap dance. <laughs> and while I'm giving the lap dance, I was like, this is so, like, I felt like I was in like a Guns N' Roses music, you know what I mean? Like, this is so, but I also was like, I'm going to hell and this wedding is doomed. This, this marriage is doomed. We're done. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wait, that were, you weren't like, this is the great start. <laughs> no. No, I was like, this is the worst thing you can do on your wedding night. <laughs> like, I just wanted to go home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want yeah. to go back to church then? Yeah. Day. I was like, oh, no, I'm like excommunicated at this point. I don't even go to church. Like, I, we, it was her idea to do this. I'm getting like mad now. It's her <laughs> idea to, she's like, I want to marry you in your childhood church or whatever. So we went through all that and like, fuck that church. <laughs> she wanted to go to the church and the strip club? Yes, she's Both evil. Were her ideas. No. <laughs> yeah. That's just, got- all right, yeah. this is our wedding day. Just imagine you're, this isn't your actual, this yeah. is your wedding day. Yeah. First, we're going to go to your childhood church. Yeah. Then we're going to the worst strip club <laughs> known to man yeah. in Worcester. Yeah. And that's a great wedding day. Drag you down to the bowels of hell. <laughs> yeah. Between we're going to have free base. Yeah. <laughs> I know, we were both sober. <laughs> yeah. Which that doesn't make sense on top of it. It was just. I've been thinking about this. I've I haven't been to many strip clubs in my life. Yeah, but I've good. also never been to a Hooters. And why wouldn't you just go to a strip club with food? Like, why would you ever go to a Hooters? Um, I don't know. Well, it's like Hooters is like the Bob Marley of strip clubs. You know, you get a bigger <laughs> audience. <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
know. It's a PG-13 yes. trip club. Yeah, you can bring the whole family, <laughs> you know? That's what you, you can get away with it. It's They're smart. Yeah, my family never brought me to Hooters. Me, either, <laughs> yeah. No. But you I brought my family to Hurricane Betty's. <laughs> Your family went with No, you? just like some people in the way. Grandma. Wedding party. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> grandma getting a lap dance? My grandma was dancing that night, which was weird. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> she was on stage? <laughs> Last time I went to a strip club, my friend bought me a lap dance, and the stripper brought me to the back and put my ha- shirt over my head and started titty twisting <laughs> me. <laughs> That's so fucked. <laughs> Horrible. Why? Uh, oh. I, I don't know. I don't Damn. know. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. And then they like dunk you upside down in a toilet. <laughs> yeah, it's swirly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Call me gay and <laughs> kick me out the door. <laughs> yeah. Maybe some of her clients like that shit. Yeah. Not. She also, what strip club was this? Uh, shit. It was one in Providence. Foxy oh, one lady. of the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. It's like over. She also said that she had gotten in a car accident, so her upper chest and face was in horrendous pain. <laughs> <laughs> that means she wanted you to buy her oxycontin. <laughs> That's all she meant. <laughs> was, I didn't even yeah. see. I should have talked to you yeah. beforehand. Should yeah. have been there on your first wedding night. That's it, dude. Did you do anything exciting <laughs> your wedding night this time? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we went to bed, like, at a decent time. That's it was right. fucking awesome. This is the right one for me. That's like, awesome. Oh, it's yeah. just, it was a beautiful day. It was great. It was it was so good. And, yeah, we're yeah. like, we're <laughs> like, want to go to Hurricane Betty's? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it tomorrow. She knows the Hurricane Betty story. She knows all about it. Man. So she's cool with it. Thank you for doing this. Thank you. We, we covered cool. a roller coaster of emotions. We really did. We went topics. deep. <laughs> we really did. The first like hour went very deep, and that then was, we really loosened yeah, up. Yeah, it was only like an hour and a half. Perfect. That wasn't yeah. too long? No. The oh. beginning was we had a lot to get out. Yeah, we did. <laughs> a lot we of pent-up emotion. We both <laughs> went through a you know, tumultuous time these past few days, watching some of our close friends, you know, yeah. and just been, I think we were all like, what are we all doing? <laughs> yeah, you know you, what I mean? So, not everyone has it yeah. together like you think. Yeah, we all, we're all struggling. We're all going through it, <laughs> yeah. man. Thank you for doing thank this you. on that pause. Uh, <laughs> positive. We start positive and positive. Yes, yes, yes. Just, but not, thank you. Thanks, bro. I appreciate it. Hell everyone, yeah. check out Jimmy Cash. Please do. Thanks, Sam. Peace. Peace. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, hey.